Is it time to upgrade to a vehicle that's right for your needs today? Get all the options you need at todaysdrive.com. Brought to you by Black Press Media. We'll get you into the perfect vehicle without the struggle of hours spent trying to find what's right for you. We're here to help make your search quick and easy, connecting you with a huge inventory of new and used cars, trucks, and SUVs. Powered by Black Press Media. Visit todaysdrive.com. PQ Beat is the official podcast of the Parksville Qualcomm Beach News. Hi, everyone. Thanks for listening. I'm Peter McCulley. Shelley Stouffer of Nanus Bay is one of the newest inductees into the BC Golf Hall of Fame. She had a stellar 2022 golf season, winning the U.S. Senior Women's Amateur Championship and starting the 2023 season by capturing the BC Women's Mid-Amateur Mid-Master title and Women's Senior Am. Shelley successfully defended her PNGA, which is the Pacific Northwest Golf Association, Senior Women's title a few weeks ago. We wanted to catch up to her after the season was over for a chat. Thanks for joining us today. I'm PQB, Shelley. Thanks for having me here. Shelley, was golf a part of your upbringing growing up in Prince Rupert? Not so much in Prince Rupert. When my parents retired to Nanus Bay, I picked up golf. I did play golf in high school, but I don't remember much of it. When my parents moved to Fairwinds and I was going to school at VIU, it was Malaspina at the time, I really got into golfing. You went out on the circuit as a professional at some point? Yeah, I think that was fall of 1997. I turned pro and went and played in Asia and the mini tours down in the States. I think it was Futures Tour, but it was also the Players West Tour on the west side, so it was nice. How long did that last? Five, maybe six. I think I still played in 2004 as a professional, but then I kept my professional status until after I had kids, and I thought maybe I'd try to go play again, but it just wasn't feasible because there was so much traveling, and I was on the island, and there wasn't really a lot to play. I got my amateur status back in 2011. Did you ever think that one day you'd be back out there winning tournaments? Yes. I always thought that I'm a competitor in everything I do. And like I'm on the wall of fame for my college at Grand Prairie Regional College for basketball. I played basketball a lot growing up. I played all sports, volleyball, badminton. And you are competitive because you uh, tried to edge me out coming in the door of the studio here <laughs> to see who would be first. Oh, yeah, that's right. <laughs> You're being inducted into the BC Golf Hall of Fame. I am. It's pretty cool. A couple of people nominated me last year, and they had a meeting and discussed it, obviously, and I guess I had the proper criteria. There are some really big names from golf in the BC Golf Hall of Fame. Any of those mentors? Jackie Little, she's in there, and I still play golf with her and travel with her, so it's pretty cool. She's got a lot of golf knowledge. Don Coe Jones is in there. Do you know Brian DeBazio? I do. The cool thing about going into the golf Hall of Fame with these inductees is that of the three that are living, there's four being inducted. I have played golf with the other two, so it's very cool. Craig Dole, I went to UBC with him and played on the UBC golf team with him. Recently, a couple years ago, I started playing golf at Pheasant Glen with some friends of mine, and Brian ended up being in a group, and I played with him a few times, so it's great. So last year, you became the first British Columbian and only the fourth Canadian to win the 60th United States Senior Women's Amateur Championship. That must have been quite a thrill. Can you describe the feeling? It's pretty hard to describe. It was pretty awesome. Being up in Alaska, it was great because it was close. I was probably the nearest competitor to that location, and I'm not sure they'll ever have another 
USGA championship proper up there. So it was very cool to win that one and have bread on the bag. And typically a lot of people leave after they're out of the tournament because it's match play. It's not like stroke play where everybody sticks around till the end. When you're out, you usually go. It was great that some of the Canadians stuck around and a lot of people stuck around and watched the whole thing. It was great. I had champagne sprayed on me. After I finished playing, I had to go do some stuff in their clubhouse, and then I came out, and they were singing, Oh, Canada. So as I went down there, it was very cool. You had quite a stellar 2022 season, and then 2023, you just picked up where you left off. How did you maintain that momentum after 2022? I worked hard over the winter with exercises on my body. I'm a TPI golf fitness level two certified in TPI's Titles Performance Institute. So it's uh, exercises based on what your body, where you're deficient in your swing and whatnot. So you can do exercises to have better range of motion and be stronger when you hit the ball. And hopefully the ball goes farther. You don't lose any distance over the years because as you get older, typically you're not as flexible But I think I've improved my flexibility and kept my game pretty well. I'm finding that out that you're not as flexible as you get older. So you've studied human kinetics and physical education, work as a kinesiologist in the off-season. Is this a golf-specific program you created for yourself and you're actually taking your own advice? It is golf-specific. I didn't recreate it myself. I took a course, TPI, and I have clients who are golfers and we do an assessment and then from that assessment we get exercises and then we get to do those exercises for a while and hopefully get reassessed and do the exercises some more and get stronger and more flexible. My mom, she's 83 and she's probably hitting the ball farther than she has hit in the last five, six years because she's doing her exercises. So you mentioned Brett, your son, caddied for you last season. Did he caddy for you this summer as well? He did. We went on a few trips. He came with me to California and also Oregon. We had a good time down in California at the U.S. Women's Amateur. It was at Bel Air Country Club. I was out of the tournament early, so I made a bit of a vacation of it and got to see some friends that I had down there and some contacts, and we got to play some golf down there, so it was really good. Will Brett be a golfer? He is a golfer, and he actually just broke par for the first time. How old is he? How tall is he? He's six foot two and he's 16. So he can carry two golf bags. I don't know about that. (laughs) (laughs) You mentioned being down in California as a result of winning the U.S. senior women's title. You received a bunch of prizes, but there was also a 10-year exemption into the amateur and an exemption into the 2023 U.S. women's amateur at Bel Air Country Club in Los Angeles. What are the green fees like at a course like that? I'm not sure because you see when you play in USJ events, it's great because you pay an entry fee to that and it's 180 bucks and you get two practice rounds and two rounds. If I'm in any USJ event, you're going to be playing some great golf courses for 180 bucks to 200 bucks. And it's pretty sweet. I would say that's a, quite a substantial discount. Yes. <laughs> in order to be out on the tour competing, it takes a lot of travel. Playing every week means you probably have one or two travel days Every week, in most cases, your son is with you. What's the travel like? It's a lot. This summer, I didn't really book things really that well because I was going out to Prince Edward Island from Portland. And then I came home for two days and then I went back to Philadelphia because I came home and I still work when I'm playing golf. So it's a bit crazy. I come home and work for a day here and day there and get in a few days of work and go back out traveling. 
I wouldn't change it because I, I love it. So it's awesome. Wouldn't that travel break your rhythm as a golfer, being out practicing? Not really. You just get used to the travel. Actually, I, I prefer traveling in red eyes and at night because and I don't, if I don't sleep well and I'm changing time zones, it's actually easier for me to adjust because I'll stay up and then I'll actually be able to sleep the next night. So it's better that way. But you get your one practice round or your two practice rounds. You get those in and you get time at the range. So you just deal with it. You've been doing this a while now. Do you have a favorite brand of golf clubs? Yes, I've got Titleist now, and Titleist have been great. They're really good clubs. I got the Woods, and I have a TSR Hybrid, and then the T200 Irons, and some Folky Wedges, so it's all good. I love Titleist. I have not been able to get onto that Hybrid. I got the Hybrid, and I didn't like it. I had uh, a different shaft in it, and then I, I got fit a couple different times, and so they ended up sending me a new shaft, and it works better now. I was golfing with a friend one day, and he says, I'm going to use this rescue club. It was this hybrid, and seemed to work pretty well for him. So I bought two, and I can't get either one of them to work. I Are they going left? Because <laughs> that was my problem. Sometimes you either, you maybe hit irons better, or you hit woods better. Hybrids in between the two. This is my first year in a while that I've had a hybrid in my bag, so uh, I'm getting to like it a little bit more. Golf is the most humbling game in the world, right? It is. So with those favorite brand of clubs, what's your uh, longest drive or your average drive? Or? My longest drive back in the day probably got up to 280, maybe when it's like super hard and dry. I would say my average is probably around 240-ish, 230, 240, and sometimes I can get it out a little bit farther, depending on which side of the fairway I'm hitting. Down at Bel Air, there's a shiny side and a dark side. So the shiny side is where they mow the grass and it's going away from you, and you can get like at least 20 more yards when you hit it on the shiny side. So I was like, cut it in for that shiny side. You're slipping 20 bucks to the guy that cuts the grass? <laughs> no, <laughs> they just cut it that way. And sometimes you can see where half of it, one color and half of the other color, the shiny side is where you want to go. Your favorite meal or cool down after 18 holes? I do like nachos. I like to have some nachos after. I haven't really had that recently, but sometimes I play for a drink with a friend and I have a vodka spritzer usually or something like that. If you could put together a team of female golfers, let's call it an all-star band, who would be in it? I was fortunate enough to play with some good golfers in the last couple of years on practice rounds, legends of the game, as you would say. When I played the Senior Women's U.S. Open, which was phenomenal, I would say that my foursome would be like Annika Sornstam, Laura Davies, and Brooke Henderson. So the only one that I haven't played with in that group is Brooke Henderson. That would be cool. It would be. I watched Lori Davies in a tournament last winter, I believe, and she's still out there doing it. She is. I don't know if she's going to do it for very much longer, but it's very cool. Did you watch her tee it up? She pushes grass up, and it's very cool. So it was pretty fun watching her play. This summer, I got to play nine holes with her, so it was cool. What's the best lesson you think you've learned from golf in life? Probably never to give up because anything can happen when you're out there. Just keep plugging away, keep doing what you need to do, and... Yeah, never give up because anything can change in an instant. You can hit a good shot, a puck can go in. Just keep a positive attitude. Do you have any advice for youngsters who would be looking to pursue a career in sports or maybe golf in particular? If you have a dream and you want to do anything, just keep going at it. Don't give up on yourself. You'll always have people saying you're not going to be able to do that. You won't be able to do that, but just believe in yourself and go do it. Thanks for making time for us today, and may you be bogey-free. (laughs) 
That would be lovely. <laughs> Thank you for having me. Shelley Stouffer of Nunu's Bay, the 2022 Sport BC's Master Athlete of the Year and inductee into the BC Golf Hall of Fame. That's this edition of PQB. If you have comments or suggestions, you'll find our contact information on our website, pqbnews.com. The West Coast Traveler is an adventure in itself with content created by professional journalists and amazing photos provided by our readers. WestCoastTraveler.com is the newest travel network exploring all corners of Western Canada and the U.S. You'll see stunning photos and videos, read engaging travel features from around Western Canada and the U.S., experience all the West Coast has to offer. Begin planning your next adventure. Visit WestCoastTraveler.com.